Hello and welcome back to Your Best Life with Dr. Hairston. I am hoping that this week was amazing. It was amazing for me. Did you accomplish your goals? Did you meet new people? Did you take care of your health and schedule that doctor's appointment you've been putting off for the past few weeks? Um, Did you set some new goals? Whatever you did this week, I'm hoping you're planning to revisit those amazing things and try again next next week. So today we're coming back to you with what I didn't expect, but part two of what we will now have is a three-part series to the Pathway to Greatness. Um, so I received some inbox messages um, about the part one and um, really wanted to dive in a little bit more um, in conversations about how to um, carve out that pathway to greatness as it relates to starting your business um, and, and or just starting all over again, whatever that thing is you're working on. And so we talked a little bit um, last week uh, about the book Good to Great and the hedgehog concept and we also talked a little bit about some things that you may want to consider when you are preparing to start a business, a new venture, um, and bring forth a new idea. And so I want to talk a little bit more about some of the things that we should consider when we are trying to start a new venture in our lives. I, as I mentioned in our first segment, um, talked a bit about starting a new business and with my nonprofit organization for many years. And some of the things that I I had to encounter as I was uh, really growing the business and identifying people to kind of help support the growth of it and moving from state to state and figuring out, you know, how to reintroduce this this business idea, this concept to uh, a new group of people in a new environment, new cultures, um, and just some of the things that I've learned in terms of policies and taxes and write-offs and all of these things, it can be a little overwhelming. But again, as I mentioned in the first segment, just really kind of connecting with people who um, really can help you move your idea forward, you know, be willing to to learn and open up your mind for uh, connecting with people who are already doing what you're doing. Um, that helps to mitigate some of the issues that you may face as you're moving forward with opening up your your business and creating a new pathway to your own greatness. And so I wanted to um, talk a little bit more about some other things to consider. And one of the things that um, I, I thought should be brought to the table also is as you're considering preparing yourself to um, enter into a new venture, a new business idea, uh, think about um, your ability to face the fears that's associated with failing, um, as well as the fear that could be associated with success. And so most people, when they think fear of a success, you know, they they kind of look at me sideways, like, who would be afraid of success? Like, that's the whole point, right? You try something new because you want to be successful and that's awesome. And then you just kind of move forward. You just keep becoming successful. But believe it or not, some people are afraid of their own success and they get in their own way. And let me tell you why, because they know, we intuitively know that success also means more responsibility. 
right? The moment that we are successful at the thing that we've dreamt of and worked so hard, it doesn't mean you stop. That means you have to work more. You got to work. There's more responsibility now. Um, The success of your business, how big or small it is, perhaps could mean growth of your organization, perhaps could mean managing your money a little differently, Um, could also mean that your time is limited to doing a lot of the social things that you used to do. Um, It also means connecting to more people so that you can sustain the success of your business. And so, you know, the fear of that can be just as paralyzing as the fear of just failing altogether. Um, And so, do you have a fear of failing? You know, have you failed before and it was so yucky that you just didn't want to do it again? Have you had a business before and had to give it up um, for whatever the reason after years of investing your time and your energy and bringing people together at your table and motivating them and encouraging them to get behind your vision um, and supporting your vision and then you had to give it up. You had to give it up because of marriage. You had to give it up because of relocation. You had to give it up because of divorce um, or tragedy that's happening in your family, health issues. Um, and just the idea um, of trying to start that again and failing at it or humbling yourself to go back to those same people who supported your idea in the beginning and you had to back track, you know, back away from the business and kind of left them wondering, okay, what is going to happen now that I invested my time and energy into this person's vision and now they're no longer interested and now you got to go back to those people um, and potentially get a no a couple of times, right? So are you willing to face the fears that's associated with success and failure? That's important for you to think about as you're moving forward and uh, determining your new business venture and opportunity. Do you have cash available? Is there money in your account available uh, for you um, or accessible to you so that you can have or make those initial investments into your idea? Some of us do not think about that as they're moving into these new opportunities. They don't think about the costs associated with starting a business, you know, filing articles of incorporation in your state, depending on where you're at. It could cost anywhere between $250, $350. Um, Is it a nonprofit and you're, you know, filing your 1023 documents so that you can become a 501c3 um that could cost anywhere between $500, $800, um, depending on uh, what you're planning on um, doing in your business and, and what type of monies you're planning on generating um, in your business. Uh, do you need a space? Uh, maybe the place that you live in is too small to run a business from and you might need to invest in finding a space to run your business. Um, you know, do you need equipment? You know, some people actually venture into new businesses and don't have all of the the tools necessary, don't have a proper cell phone, don't have a proper laptop or technology, don't even have technology in their homes. Um, And so what is that upfront investment? Um, I know that for me, moving into a new statement that the cell phone uh, service carrier that I had was just not working well in this new state. And so sometimes I find myself kind of battling between, am I going to change my carrier um, that I've been so used to, or am I going to risk 
having my phone calls constantly drop when I'm in the middle of a business call. And so that may be a new investment, you know, or maybe I need to get a whole nother phone, right? New investment. Um, is there things like printers and paper and marketing material that you need to do some upfront investment? What about a website? Um, is this business going to be um, one in which um, you're using a website to draw your clientele? Maybe it's just Facebook, you know, it's uh, social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter. How are you marketing your business? How are you getting your business out there? Um, and is there some upfront costs that you have to consider? Um, business headshots, right? So that you can place on your bios to get your your business and yourself out there. Um, so do you have that cash available? Are there people in place that will be able to invest in your business upfront to help cover some of those costs? If you don't have that, then that's something that you might want to consider also. And then the other thing is that I want you to consider is that, you know, what experience do you currently have in the area in which you are exploring a business venture in, right? So you are a someone who's interested in starting a shoe business, um, but you don't even, you know, know anything about shoes, <laughs> right? And I, and I use this example because a really good friend of mine had an amazing shoe business that she did very well. And, and, and I think that what made it so good and, and so successful is that she knew shoes, you know, she had some of the nicest shoes and people always compliment her on her shoes and where she would purchase them. And she was very strategic about where she purchased her shoes and what type of shoes she wore and just always got a lot of compliments and really started the business kind of from that space, like how excited she was around being or with being around shoes and in shoe department stores and just buying shoes. And, you know, the idea of starting a shoe business with her and another partner just was like a no brainer, right? But she knew everything about shoes, everything about shoes. And so it made her business successful. But if that's not your thing, you want to start selling shoes, but that's not your thing, then that might not be the industry you want to venture in. Even if it is something that you're interested in venturing in and you are at least willing to learn about the business. And that takes us back to episode one when, we're, when we talked about your readiness and willingness to learn about that industry is really critical. But if you're not willing to learn and this is an industry that you're not really good at, uh, that might be something that you want to consider when you are moving into the industry. Um, we talk about that thing that you do very well, that you do better than other people, um, that back to that hedgehog concept, um, the thing that will generate, you know, an income for you, even if you will do it without being paid. Um, and that thing that, um, it's really driving your passion, right? And so if you're not good at it, if you're not familiar with the industry, if you're not willing to learn about that industry so that you can be successful, it may not be the best. You may not be in the best position to um, pursue that opportunity. Again, you know, it's, there's a lot of time and investment that you must put into starting anything new, venturing into any type of change in your life and just having the right people around you to support you, understanding the industry that you're trying to go into. 
um, really addressing the issues of, you know, your, your fears that you may have that could be paralyzing you and blocking you from moving forward into this new business in, uh, um, interest. Rather, it's the fear of failure or the fear of success and really having access to the money that's necessary to cover some of the overhead costs uh, that may be associated with starting that that venture. And so those are three uh, other things that I would really encourage you to consider when you are trying to venture into a business um, idea. I love working as an entrepreneur. Um, Fortunately for me, I can do both. I'm working in a uh, uh, higher education industry as well as my nonprofit. Is my nonprofit where I want it to be? Mm, no, there's a lot that I could be doing um, better so that I could get it to where it needs to be. Do I have a plan? I do. Do I have a business plan? Yes. Am I surrounded by people who will support it and who has supported? Absolutely. Do I have cash available uh, to, to help me grow that business? Yes. And I invest in myself all of the time. If you're not willing to invest in yourself, you can't expect other people to invest in you, right? And I think I'm long past that fear of success and or fear of failure because I think the failure of where I've been trying to go in my business was kind of like another stepping stone to getting me to a better position in my business because it it reminded me of some things that I need to work out better. You know, I got to work on it a little bit. I got to be stronger in it. Um, But I think failure is necessary. Having multiple failures is necessary for you as you're moving into those success um, stories, right? And then that really help you to sustain success because you know what failure looks like, right? And you know how to try to mitigate um, all of your best practices so that you won't fall into failure constantly. But in the beginning, it's okay, you know, to have failures. And even in the midst of it, it's okay um, to have failures and just making sure that you surround yourself around the best people that will help you kind of get out of that space and moving forward is really critical. So think about that. Think about the um, first conversation we were having um, last week about just being prepared uh, for um, opportunities. Really think about the hedgehog concept, thinking about what is your passion, you know, do you believe in your own idea? You know, we talk about marketing. Is it a good marketable idea or uh, a venture that you're interested in? Do you have a plan for it? Um, and are you ready to learn? That was something that we were talking about last week. And then this week, you know, we're talking about the fear of failure, the fear of success, addressing that Um making sure there's monies available, accessible to you so that you can invest in yourself in the beginning. Um, and, and even going forward and also your, what experience you have in this particular industry, industry, it's not hard. It's not easy. It's not easy (laughs) to go into business for yourself. It is challenging, but it is possible. Um, and you know, more than ever before, we have so many people who are really, um, venturing out and, um, pursuing their own business ideas and, you know, and some of the more innovative workplaces that we are in are very open and accepting to their employees who have side businesses, right? And those are usually the more innovative organizations that just come, they want 
their employees to be happy. And so if having a side business is something that makes them happy, they'll support it. So don't be afraid to, you know, mention your business venture, you know, with your employer, if you're still full, you know, gainfully employed and uh, just be careful that it's not one of those competitive businesses, right? Like a business you start started and, you know, the whole point of it is to, to be competitive with where you're at. And then you may not want to have that conversation. But if it's something that's really tapping into a passion of yours and is not directly a com- competitor to the business that you're in full time, have a conversation, you know, talk about that with people, bring your whole self to work so that they know what you're doing so they can maybe support you and, and give you some direction. You'll be very amazed at what happens when you start having that conversation with people that you're working with um, in terms of what direction you should go into really expanding your business. So until we meet again next week, we'll talk a little bit about that and perhaps we'll talk about social media marketing of your business um, and just some of the risks that you may want to consider as you're moving into your business. Uh, But until we meet again, and uh, I guess part three of our three-part series um, of Pathway to Greatness, Please continue to live your absolute best life, Uh, set some goals, have accountability partners to help you um, to achieve those goals. Go out into your community um, and reach out and embrace someone because they are waiting on you. Until next week, see you soon.